The Tigers Radio Network broadcasts, both live and archived, are the exclusive property of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated and are produced for the private use of our listening audience. No rebroadcast, in full or in part, is permitted without the express written consent of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated. They say football is just a game. Okay, just a game, right. It's just a game that teaches the values of hard work and sacrifice. It's just a game that shows the importance of a team. A game that turns boys into men. A game that brings people together. And it's just a game that on Friday nights from August to December turns Crozier Keystone Stadium into a sea of orange and black. A game that when the lights go on turns the Marple Newtown student section into a loud 12th man known as the jungle. So yeah, for some, football is just a game. But for Marple Newtown football, it's much more. It's a game that makes memories, bonds students, and turns Friday nights into the best night of the school week. So come join us and witness the type of game football is to the Tigers family. This is the 2016 Marple Newtown Tigers on the Tigers Radio Network. Cristiano will pick it up to 50. He gets a running start. He's going to bounce off one tackler. He's going to make a move. He's down the sidelines. He is going to find his way into the end zone. What a job by Carmen Cristiano. This man hand off to Fowler. cutting it back on the near side. And he is off to the races. 40, 35, 30, 25, 20, 10, 5. Touchdown, Tigers. There goes the ghost. Doctor's in the shotgun. Trips to the far side. He's going to roll. It's going to be a... It's going to be intercepted by Dino DiCamello. Pistol formation. It's going to be a handoff to Abel Hoff off the left side. Chopping his feet. He finds the corner. He's going to be in for a Tiger touchdown from 20 yards out. On the one-yard line, Paul Eddie under center. He's going to take that quarterback sneak. He's going to drive his legs. Tigers get on the board and go back in this one. It's going to be Paul Eddie shotgun formation. Three wide out spread. Hoff in the backfield. It's going to be a handoff to Hoff going off the far side. He's trying to get away from Santina. And he dies into the end zone. Touchdown, Marple Newtown! He's going to take the snap, and he's going to run to the outside, and he is just going to heave it to the end zone, and Marcus Weathers comes down with it for a Tiger touchdown. Three wide receiver set. McDermott looking down the field. McEwen plays, and is intercepted by the Tigers going down the sideline, and he is going to be tackled at the 43-yard line. Steve, who intercepted that? Did you see? That is number 86, Ryan Schneider. What a... Hell, and he comes out, rolling down the sideline, has a touchdown in the corner for Abel Hawk. 
It's going to be a play action as McDermott's looking down the field. It is intercepted. None other than Carmen Christiana. He is having himself a ball game. Doctor's going to roll out. He's going to be pressured. He's going to roll in the pocket. And coming up for his second sack of the season is Noah Turner. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. This presentation of high school football, heard exclusively on the Tigers Radio Network, is brought to you by the Philly Pretzel Factory, Advanced Chiropractic Center, Zenith Public Adjusters, Brynmar Glass, Home and Business Adjustment Company, DZO Mechanical, Barnaby's of Havertown, Gillen and Associates Law Firm, Anthony's at Paxson, and the Marple Newtown Football Alumni Association. Calling tonight's game from high atop the 50-yard line inside Rams Stadium on the campus of Harridan High School in Rosemont, Pennsylvania, here is Dave DePasqua, Steve Reynolds, Eric DePantima, Larry O'Connell, and Jim Olsman. Marple Newtown is arguably coming off their best win of the season, downing Haverford a week ago by a final score of 26-13. to Tigers forced the Fords into five turnovers, scoring 19 unanswered to secure the victory. Quarterback Anthony Paoletti hit Dash Dolgarian in a stride from 65 yards out to even the game up. However, it was the ground attack that stood most, stood out most for the Orange and Black. Sophomore Marlon Weathers had the best game of his young career, rushing the ball 34 times for 164 yards and a pair of touchdowns. The big guys up front did their role while also wreaking havoc as Mike Miller registered three sacks. Marple Newtown is off to one of their best starts in program history, posting a 7-1 record. Standing their way tonight are on the opposing sidelines are the Harriton Rams. The Rams will be seeking their first win this season against the Tigers. Good evening and welcome to Harridan High School, located in Bryn Mawr, Pennsylvania, for tonight's matchup between the Harridan Rams and your Marple Newtown Tigers. I'm alongside color commentator Steve Reynolds, sideline reporter Eric D. Pentima, and executive producer Jim Alsman. I'm Dave Baskin, and we are live for this Central League matchup. Steve, the playoffs are quickly approaching. However, Marple Newtown must first take care of business tonight against the Rams. Yeah, as you said, Big bounce back win last week after a tough loss to uh, Ridley the, uh, a couple weeks ago. But Marple Newtown showed a lot of guts last week, going in the halftime down, coming back and getting one of Coach Hicking's best program wins in the regular season last week at Harford. But this week, Harrington's in their way. They can't overlook them. You can't look at Harrington's record. you got to take this one step at a time. you got the Central League hanging over your head, Central League title. you got playoffs hanging over your head. got to take care of business tonight. See what happens. Else, what else happens in the Central League? Uh, I know we're rooting for some other teams out there. And then you know you got a big mm-hmm. game next week. But tonight it's Harrington. That's all they have to be focused on. Absolutely, there is a couple other games to be focused on. We're going to talk to our guy Greg Pecco later on in the segment. He's going to be filling us in whether Springfield takes on Garnet Valley. That's going to be potentially for the Central League Championship. But Marple Newtown, like Steve said, has to take care of business tonight. We have our man Eric. Along the sidelines, as Harrington seniors are being honored. 
Yeah, it's senior night for Harriton, so they're they're on the field right now, coming out with their either their mom or their guardian or their dad, whoever's coming out with them. So uh, nice little uh, nice little thing going on here for Harriton tonight, honoring their seniors. Um, you know, right now weather wise though on the sidelines, it's very windy, mm-hmm. and uh, we might have some rain on the way. So hopefully we stay dry tonight, gentlemen. Steve, Marple really hasn't had a game in the elements this season. The rain comes down, could have an impact. Yeah, and when you're playing a team that you know isn't as good as you know, Marple seven to one, Harrington's zero and eight. Harrington is a tough team, but when you're a better team on paper, your record's much better. Rain can play a factor, and Marple mm-hmm. Newtown, you know, a team that likes to pass the ball, but as we saw last week, can establish a running game. So I expect them to do the same as well. And you know, if it's a rainy game, if you're a good team, you can win in any circumstance, but you got to hold on to the ball. you got to limit mistakes, or you're going to give a team like Harrington a chance to uh, be in this ballgame. Last season, the Tigers blanked the Rams 37 to nothing. They do hold the edge all time, 13-2-1. Marble's on a two-game winning streak, last losing to the Rams back in 2013, 19-27. And that was a big loss. Yeah, it was. That was, uh, I believe, Coach Jones' last season here at Marple Newtown. Uh, but Harrington... They've always played Marble Newtown tough. You know, some years Marble Newtown had the better of them by a big margin, but they are a tough team. Used to be coached by former um, MN grad Matt Barr, who did a great job here. Now coached by Justin Meller, who came over from Haverford. This is a tough program. Um, you know, they don't have the numbers. They struggle, but they, they are a very tough program. They're not going to lay it down whatsoever. They know Marple Newtown is a good team, so they're they're coming up tonight, and especially they want to send these seniors off with a good note. Quarterback Anthony Paoletti continues to lead the way in Delaware County in terms of passing yards. Last week, even being hobbled, he threw for 195, two touchdowns, one important 65-yard strike to even the game to Dash Dolgarian. Yeah, I mean, Paoletti hasn't been at full strength since the second half of the Ridley game, but a lot of guys stepped up for him last week. But right now, close to 1,900 yards mm-hmm. um, on the season, 24 total touchdowns, and only five interceptions, but... Uh, you're going to have to have guys like Weathers and Fallows to step up in the running game tonight. As we saw last week, they were able to do that. Who's truly stood out for you this season, Eric, in terms of the game tonight as well? You know, uh, you know, a guy like Luke Cantwell from Marple Newtown has really stuck out to me. I mean, he's been tremendous on defense, um, making a lot of tackles. You know, his bone-crushing hits, I mean, I could hear them from the <laughs> sidelines. He's really been a guy that's emerged for this younger Tigers defense. That's, uh, you know, they graduate a lot of seniors. So now, you know, he's really stepped up. He's one of them guys that, you know, we might not really talk about as much as some of the guys like Paoletti and Mathis and those guys. But mm-hmm. for me, Luke Cantwell has been really dynamite tonight for this season for the Tigers. Now, Steve, I'm going to throw a name out to you and just take it away from here, Cooper Moss. I mean, outstanding what he's done this season. He leads a team in tackles 37, sacks six and a half, and tackle for a loss 18 and a half. Uh, he contributes to... Marple Newtown's even has 52 and a half tackles for a loss, which is remarkable, and he, and he has uh, 18 and a half for them. So, you know, he's great. But some other players I've had the opportunity to interview this week. One's Kevin Hahn, and I asked him, you know, what was it like filling in for Big Luke this season when Big Luke went down with an arm injury? I said, how has that helped you gain confidence as a player? And he said it really gave a lot of confidence to him. He knows he has to take over for Big Luke next year when he graduates. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's his team next year for the offensive line. You know, he said this year, um, gave him a lot of comments, especially that Radner game, that first game he stepped in. We saw Radner blitz a million times, and he came up and uh, played very well. And then second player got the interview, James Diamond. Some of you not have heard of him, but he's a transfer from Potts Town High School. 
He's filled in very nice for this team, and I asked him, it's not easy coming from another school. How has you how have you transitioned to play for here? And he said, it's just, you know, the team has accepted me. It's been an honor to play for a team, you know, so good in Marple Newtown. And he's so excited. Only a sophomore, but is a force on the offensive line and gets some playing time in middle linebacker. Now, Steve, the Central League MVP, which was voted upon this week, Mike Miller was all over the field last week in Haverford. Uh, Mike Miller, I mean, a junior, but he causes havoc in the backfield. We talked about a couple weeks ago. He, he doesn't make tackles. He kind of just clotheslines people in the backfield. I mean, he, <laughs> when you hit him, you hit a brick wall. But, yeah, Central League MVP last year, last week, uh, with five tackles, three sacks, and three tackles for a loss. All in a day's work. I mean, just great. And that defensive line, talk about players of the game last week. We talked about Marlon Weathers, who carried the team on his back. But that defensive mm-hmm. line, that whole defense in the second half, mm-hmm. stepped up. And I had an opportunity to co- talk to Coach Harry Gick, and he said, we I said, Steve, we didn't call anything differently. We called the same thing we called in the first half. The guys just came to play. So credit goes to those guys. And everybody involved forcing the Fords into five turnovers. Carmen Christiana does it once again. He comes up with a big interception in the first quarter to get momentum back. I mean, he, every game he's an X factor. Uh, he, he's a ball player. He can play any position on the field, and he's always an X factor. And he, he did a great job last week. Expecting to continue tonight. And, uh, you know, all Marple Newtown's playoff run from here on out. Eric, what does Herodin and Marple Newtown have to do to win this game? What are some X factors? You know, Steve mentioned this earlier uh, in the broadcast tonight. You know, for Marple Newtown, you can't overlook Harriton. You know, if you overlook a team like Harriton, we know their record doesn't show it. Mm. But they need to make sure that they come out to play and they play well tonight. And, and they can't. They have to play as good as they did against Haverford, honestly, because if they – Lump, uh, if they limp into the playoffs, you know, that wouldn't be good. So, But for Harriton, you know, it, they really don't have much to lose. So they're going to come out here and, you know, do what they got to do. And if they lose, they lose, you know. It's just another loss in the column. So we'll see what happens tonight. But for Marple Newtown, you know, they can't overlook the opponent before we enter into the playoffs. Marple Newtown takes the field wearing their all-white uniforms and orange helmets. Opposing sideline as they had senior day already introduced. They're wearing their gray uniforms with red trim. That's going to make our life a lot harder tonight. It's going to, our man in the booth is Josh Starr. He's going to be helping us out with stats. Jim? There you go, Dave. We're in a little bit different setup tonight, so uh, I'm sure you'll explain that to the fans. That's why uh, it was a little delayed there. No, I'm looking at a couple of the referees here, and I'm thinking of uh, Steve's brother, Nick Reynolds. And uh, I know that he, he knows this one side, Judge. We're very close to the field tonight. We're right on top of our our players on the sidelines. And uh, your, your brother liked to call him Green Mile, Steve. <laughs> they, go back a, they go back a while. Michael Clark. Uh, Michael Clark Duncan, back, that's, that's right. It. Yep, so uh, rest in peace, yes. by the way. But it's a beautiful night. Hopefully the weather holds out. And we're, Josh and I are looking at the radar. It looks a little dicey here, but I think we'll be able to get at least one half in, Dave and Steve, without any weather concerns. That would be very nice as the captains are going to go out to midfield to do the coin toss for Marple Newtown, number 8, Carmen Christiana, number 16, Cameron Mathis, and alongside the quarterback, number 3, Anthony Paoletti. Now for Herodin, it's going to be number 11, number 17, and 56. For the Rams, number 11 is Jack Thomas. Number 17 is Will Thomas. And number 56 of the Rams is going to be 
James Cole. Marple Newtown has won the toss. They are going to elect to receive. So Marple Newtown will get the ball to begin this one. We're going to step aside for the playing of the National Anthem. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. The Philly Pretzel Factory is home of the real Philadelphia pretzel. Whether it's for a sporting event, a party, or a quick snack, you can be sure that the Philly Pretzel Factory will deliver an authentic, high-quality, and great-tasting pretzel at a great value. Stop in today at any of their locations, including Broomall, Springfield, Balsam, and Bryn Mawr, or visit their website, phillypretzelfactory.com, for a complete listing of locations. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. If you suffer from back or neck pain, injury or headaches, then Dr. Tom Graziano and the Advanced Chiropractic Center are here to help. Dr. Graziano and the Advanced Chiropractic Center have been serving Delaware County residents for over 15 years. They take a gentle approach and utilize current techniques to help manage your pain. To address your back and neck-related pain or injuries, call the Advanced Chiropractic Center today at 610-356-2300 or visit drtomgraziano.com and tell them the Tigers Radio Network sent you. Some people say it's hard to find good help today. When you have fire, water, or wind damage to your house, help is as easy as a phone call to home and business adjustment, where you can find good help. You'll rarely hear the words, it's not covered, or we can't pay for that. At Home and Business Adjustment, we get you good money for good loss. When bad things happen to a building that you own, call 610-356-1344. And remember, if you have a fire, I'm the guy to hire. At Home and Business Adjustment, 610-356-1344. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Welcome back. Marple Newtown won the toss. Coach Gick and Alex Stewart receive Steve. We're going to see quarterback Anthony Paoletti in a couple of minutes. Yep, as we talked about, some of their backs, weathers and fouls. you got to look out for Dolgarian, Mathis, and Carmen. Dolgarian and Mathis, over 600 receiving yards combined for 12 touchdowns. And you have Cameron, Carmen Christiana with three touchdowns to go with, along with 262 receiving yards. That is Paoletti's top three targets. We'll see what Coach Hickens decides to do here as it looks like some mist is coming down on the field. As it is indeed, Steve, kicking away for Harrington is number 25, Colin Pregnant. Back to return for the Tigers is Marlon Weathers. To his right is Carmen Christiana. Pregnant is a boot. It's going to bounce at the 25. Go past Carmen Christian. He's going to pick it up around the 10-yard line. He's going to run up the gut, stay on his feet, then be tripped up in or around the 26-yard line. Ball went by him a little bit, but good job of Carmen Christian. Not panicking. It's a player you'll never see panic. He picks it up and uh, gives Marple Newtown some decent field position. Boom Barrett, number eight of the Rams in on the play. First down and 10 from the 26. 11.55 on the clock for the Tigers and quarterback Anthony Paoletti. Gentle mist coming down on the field. 
Paoletti. Pistol formation. Four wide receivers. It's going to be a quick pass intended to Cameron Matthew. He catches it and is going to roll his way down past the 35-yard line. So a good curl route for Cameron Mathis early. Yep, starting it off early in the passing game, keeping Harrington's defense on their heels. They come out, as you said, a little curl route, come back to the ball. Mathis did a good job, close to a first down. Nine-yard reception for Mathis. Second down and one from the 35. Paletti, once again, four wide receivers in the pistol. This time he puts Dolgarian in motion to the near side. He's looking that way. It's going to be a simple pass to the Dolgarian, who's got the first down, then he's going to be pushed out of bounds. Oh, just a quick pass to Dolgarian along the sideline. He's brought down by Brian Stewart. Tenth grade defensive back comes in, makes a nice hit on Dolgarian, but not before. Marbreton throws the bubble. Dolgarian, they put in jet motion. Paletti gets the snap and throws it to the left side towards the Marbury Town sideline on the bubble pass for a Tiger first down. It's going to be an eight-year reception. First down and ten now from the 43. Paletti two for two on the drive early in this one. Number 81 of the Tigers in two. He goes in motion. It's going to be a handoff. The weather's on the near side. He has the first down, and he is going to be thrown down to the ground into Harrington territory. Brought down by number 21, Shamad Spruill. But not before a first down pickup by Marlon Weathers. Continues his success from last week. Runs off tackle behind his big offensive line. Luke Zimmerman, number 65, junior, getting the start tonight for Marple Newtown. Weathers last week, 34 rushes, 164 yards, and a pair of touchdowns. Now, first down and 10 from the Herodin 43-yard line. Shotgun, three wide receivers. Fouls on Paoletti's right hit. It's going to go to Fallows up the gut, and he's going to weave his way to the 40, then elude one tackler and be down at the 35. Brought down by number 14, Jack Rosenfeld. They go deuce backfield with Fallows and Marlon Weathers. They fake the handoff to Marlon Weathers, come back with the counter to Jack Fallows, and he picks up about eight yards there on first down. Second down and two. First drive for the Tigers in this one. Just about 10 minutes here in the first quarter. Paletti, shotgun. It's going to be a handoff to Fowles once again. Out the gut. He's got some running room. He takes three Rams with him. He's within the 20. Brought down by Jack Thomas, number 11. The junior brings down Fowles, but not before. Another Tiger first down as the ghost takes it again on that counterplay. Goes behind his pulling guard, Kevin Hahn. And Marlboro Town is in the red zone on their first drive. The junior running back plows his way down to the 17. Our man Eric is along the sidelines. going to give you the best possible view for this one. Paletti, pistol formation. Two wide receivers to the far side. Tui goes in motion to make it trips. Paletti's looking to his right. He's going to tuck it down, and then he's going to throw a strike, and it's off the hands of Cameron Mathis. Mathis on the deep crossing route and thrown a little behind him, hit his hands. He knows he should have had that one, but good protection by the Tigers' offensive line. Paoletti stays in the pocket with nice pull. He steps up, delivers a strike, but incomplete. Going to bring up second down for the Tigers' offense. Ten yards to go from the 17-yard line. Clock halted at 9.26 here in the first quarter. Tied 0-0. Paoletti. Pistol formation once again. They go trips to the far side. 
Mathis, Dolgarian, and Dewey. He's going to roll to his right. He's going to look down the field. He has some mobility, and it is broken up along the sidelines, intended for Cameron Mathis. So like Jack Thomas, again, in on the play there. Good job of covering Cameron Mathis, the leading receiver for Marple Newtown. Gets his hand in there. It's going to bring up third down and ten for Marple Newtown. Number 11 was in on the breakup. So after a nice little drive here, Harrington's back-to-back great defensive plays. Third down, their first third down of the game. Paoletti, shotgun, three wide receivers, two backs. It's going to be a handoff to Fallows off the left side. He's chopping his feet, and he's going to be close to the first down, Eric. He is about a yard, yard and a half short. He's stopped on the uh, nine-yard line. Got about another yard to go, yard and a half. Give him, give him eight. That's going to be fourth down and two. And Coach Kicking has already he's going to go for it, Steve. Yeah, good job by Coach Kicking. I like the play call there. Third time they ran that counter play to Fowles. It's been working. He sets up a more manageable fourth down here, fourth and two. Fourth and two from the nine. Paletti, shotgun, three wide receivers. It's going to be a handoff to Weathers up the gut. He's going to be met in the middle. There's a giant push. Eric, did he get it? It looks like they're, they're probably going to have to measure it. They're probably going to have to measure it. It's really close. So in my view, they're going to have to bring the sticks out for sure. Wow. And Harrington ball. They're not going to measure. What? what? All right. Wow. So Weathers only gets a yard. They're not going to measure. So Harrington takes over on downs. First and 10 from the eight, uh, 8.32. They change the sticks. They go with the counter play, induces back to Marlon Weathers, and he stops short. Great job by this Harrington defense. Looked like Marlon Newtown was going to score easy on this opening drive, but they buckled down. First down and 10. You don't see this type of intensity down on the sidelines from the booth, Steve. You see a different coach kicking along the sidelines. Yeah, I mean, he's angry because fourth and one, you got to want it more, and Harrington made a big stop there. Stewart comes out of quarterback. He's in the shotgun. He's going to look to his left, and he's going to be met, and he just throws it away. That should be his safety. It was thrown in the end zone. Cooper Moss was in on the play, and that is two points. Great job to respond there by the Tiger defense. Harden quarterback had no one to throw to. And you said Cooper Moss? That was number 44, Cooper Moss. On you know, another sack, I believe, Steve, because he just threw it away. Does that count technically as a sack? Yeah, it's a sack in the end zone, I believe. So that's his seven and a half sack of the season. Putting the Tigers ahead, two to nothing, 825 here in the first quarter. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. For 30 years, Gillen & Associates, located in Media, Pennsylvania, has provided clients in Delaware County and the Philadelphia area with a wide range of legal services. So if you're in need of legal assistance, Dave DePasqua at Gillen & Associates is at your service. Dave is a Newtown Square resident and can serve your legal needs with concentrations in estate administration, estate planning, and civil litigation. To schedule a free consultation, call 610 565-2211. That's 610-565-2211. Welcome back. The Cooper Moss sack results in the Tigers taking a 2-0 lead 
Punting this one away is Colin Prignant, number 25 of the Rams. It is punted, it is high, and it's going to be returnable for Carmen Christiana from the 39. He's along the sideline in front of us, makes a juke with a beautiful play, and he has daylight. He is going to run his way into the end zone. Touchdown, Marple Newtown. Uh, they got a flag. I was saying no flags, but we're right on the field. That play's coming back. Didn't say it, but uh, great little move there by Carmen Christiana. Now, see, that's the juke move. And Madden. Yeah, that's the R1 <laughs> move, but I guess there was a block in the back there, so this is going to be coming back. Marple Newtown's going to have to go on offense. The flag is down at the Harrington 49 in the area of a block in the back. We're going to see the official call. They're marking this all the way back. We're on the opposite sideline. It's going to be a personal foul hit to the head against Marple Newtown. That's going to be a personal foul, 15 yards. I don't know how. Huh? Okay. <laughs> on a block. All right. That's today's football. you got to emphasize Got to emphasize safety. And um, I didn't see the penalty. It was right in front of us. Nonetheless, Marble Newtown's going to come on offense. But. Marple Newtown takes over 8-11 here in the first quarter. Up 2 to nothing. Paoletti, pistol formation, four wide receivers. Luke Cantwell, the near wide receiver. He's looking that way. It's going to be caught by Tui in the slot. And he is going to be gang tackled down at the 45. Good job by Dylan Tui. Want to come back route. Pele delivers a strike right at the numbers. He hauls it in. Turns up feeling close to a Tiger first down. He's a yard short. That's correct. Steve yep. Tiger started at the 36. Now they're going to give it to him. So they're going to give him an additional yard to be a first down. So first down, Marple Newtown from the 46-yard line. Clock is running. Paletti, shotgun formation, three wide receivers. Weathers goes in motion to the right. He's looking that way. He fakes that way and is going to heave it down the field. A wide open Cameron Mathis who's going to haul it in. Touchdown, Marple Newtown. That's Marple Newtown for you. Deuce backfield. Fake the swing to Marlon Weathers. Draw some defenders out to the flat. He has a one-on-one matchup with your best receiver, Cameron Mathis. He launches a beautiful deep ball. Mathis hauls it in over the defender. with pretty decent coverage as well. And that's a touchdown for Marple Newtown. Excellent, excellent protection up front by that offensive line as well. 54-yard strike, Paoletti to Mathis. That is Mathis's eighth touchdown of the season. And the kick the extra point is Siverdelli. Philman's not playing today. Kick is up. The kick is no good. That went through the uprights. I don't know. All right. Besides that, Marple Newtown on top, eight to nothing, seven twenty here in the first quarter. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. If you love Philadelphia sports and good food, then there's no better place to catch a game than Barnaby's of America in Havertown. Located off the Brumall Havertown exit of the Blue Route, Barnaby's is the place to be for the big game. You can enjoy dinner in their dining room or grab appetizers on the enclosed deck or even head downstairs for a night of dancing and arcade games. You can even book your next event at Barnaby's of America in Havertown and take advantage of their party specials. 
So for sports, food, and a great experience, stop by Barnaby's of America in Havertown today. Welcome back. As Marple Newtown delivers a strike, Paletti the Mathis. Interesting call, Steve. Uh, extra point was no good, but nonetheless, Marple Newtown's up eight to nothing. Yep. Good start there for the Tigers after getting stopped on offense on fourth and two. I guess the fix is in, huh? They come back with a touchdown after the safety. So eight nothing. Marple kicking off. Back to return for the Rams is number one. It is a boot through by Sivardelli who boots it through the back end of the end zone. That hit the white paint in the back of the end zone. What a boot there. Great job. The Tigers defense coming on the field. Only had one play so far, and that's all they needed for a safety. Rams take over 7-20 here in the first quarter. Paletti found Mathis streaking down the field. That resulted in a touchdown. Cooper Moss had a safety in the end zone off the sack. First down and 10 from the 20 comes Stewart. Fans back at home have to understand they're wearing gray uniforms with dark red trim. It's very hard to read. Stewart. Shotgun formation. Two wide receivers. And there's a flag down on the play as he went up the gut. So it's in the area of a false start. Eric, is that the call? Yeah, false start, illegal motion. Yep, false start on Harrison. And that is Rosenfeld now back at quarterback, Jack Rosenfeld. Thank you, Eric. As Rosenfeld is the Rams running back, so a little wildcat formation early. I guess they switched it up, Steve. Yeah, and I saw in film earlier in the season against Upper Darby. They did have two different quarterbacks in the game, so. So first down and 15 from the 15. Rosenfeld. He's going to roll to his left, and he's going to keep himself and be bottled up by three Tigers. Stuffed at about the 20-yard line, a little before that. A helmet flies off. They're going to stop play. <laughs> about 10 yards towards the sideline. But Cooper Moss giving Harrington all sorts of problems. He's blown by the offensive guard every play and getting in the backfield. So that's going to be a problem for Harrington if they can't stop him. It was a keeper by Prignett, the running back. He's going to weave his way to the 18, setting up second down and 12. Rams come out. Two wide receivers to the far side. They're going to make a three to make a trips now. There's two guys in the backfield. As it's going to be a rollout by Prignett and be slammed down in the backfield. That's Kyle Tobin, number nine. Blows right into that backfield and rips down the runner for a loss of yards. They're going to back him up. Third down and 18 for the Rams from the 11. Tigers making several substitutions, bringing in a secondary package, Steve. Checking into the game for the Tigers was number 24, Dan Payne, the cornerback. Now you got Luke Cantwell at defensive end. 
changing up as the wind continues to play a factor. It's really blowing. And it's going to be a keeper and be blown up by Cooper Moss. Number 25 on the carry was pregnant, and Cooper Moss was not fooled. Nope, he's in the backfield once again, brings down pregnant for a loss of yards once again, and he continues his dominance on the defensive line tonight. Loss of four, fourth down and 22 from their own seven. Prignant is going to be punting it away for the Rams, so he does it all for Harriton. Trying to get the Tigers to jump. They do not. Nearly blocked by Tobin. It's going to take a Harriton bounce and roll out of bounds. Now it's going to make a baseball move and then make a left turn back onto the field. Tigers are going to set up in Harriton territory on the 35. We're going to step aside. The Tigers are up 8 nothing here. You are... We're going to keep it here, Steve. 4.59 to begin this drive. First down and 10 for the Tigers. They're going to actually put the ball at the 34. Excellent field position, trying to add on to this eight-point lead early in the game. Paletti, pistol formation, four wide receivers. Behind him is Fallows. Paletti looks to his left. It's going to be caught by Luke Cantwell, who just runs over a ram in the midfield, and he's going to bully his way down to the 20. One of the guys Eric talked about pregame, Luke Cantwell. He was almost down when he called that ball, but he was able to stay upright. Plow through four at Tiger first down. 14 yards to Cantwell. On the tackle was number 44, Jackson Sanders. Paletti, first down and 10. They're going to put the ball at the 21. Four wide receivers. Looks to his right. He's going to pump fake and then go over the middle. Caught by Dash Dolgarian. He's just going to run over a ram into the end zone. 20-yard touchdown pass. What an excellent job there by, by Dash Dolgarian. He catches it in the middle of the field, turns up, and runs over a few defenders. And he adds on to his stats this year with his eighth touchdown. Of the season, Marple Newtown up 14 to nothing, pending the Civerdelli extra point. Now pay attention to this. Let's see if this crack crew can figure out if this is a good extra point or not. In the attempt, the extra point is Civerdelli. Have a Carmen Christiana hold. The kick is up, and the kick is good this time. Marple Newtown has a 15 to nothing advantage with 4.23 here in the first quarter. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Zenith Public Adjusters proudly supports the 2015 Marple Newtown Football Tigers, Coach Dicking and his staff. Zenith Public Adjusters ask, if you feel you may have property damage to your home or business, to allow us an opportunity to review your coverage and consult on the full extent of your damages. All consultations are at no cost. Zenith Public Adjusters remains immensely grateful to all of our existing and past customers. Customer referrals make up over 95% of our client base. When disaster strikes, call morning, noon, or night. Zenith Public Adjusters are open and ready for your call. Call 610-359-8454 for more details. Once again, that is 610-359-8454. It is high, it is deep, it is in the end zone. Civerdelli has his second touchback of the game, but 
We just had quarterback Anthony Paoletti come over and steal one of uh, Steve's fries. Yeah, I'm gonna, we're going to get in trouble being this close to the sideline. Uh, but Games around the action. AP is playing Interborough, and the Bucks are driving at AP's 11-yard line right now. Games around Delaware County. Rams are going to begin this drive at the 20. 422 here in the first quarter. Paletti has a pair of touchdown passes. One to Mathis, one to Dolgarian. Seems to be a common theme this season. Bringing it into the backfield. Offensive lineman on the far side jumped, but so did the entire defensive line. I believe this is going to be a false start, Eric. It, they're talking about it. It actually might be on Marple because I, I saw Tobin jump as well. Ah, no, it's on Harrington. Yep, they're, false start on Harrington. They're moving him back five yards to the 15-yard line. Thanks, Eric. It's going to back him up. First down and 15 from the 15. It's a wild crowd we have here, Steve. Yeah, senior night here at Harrington High School. Marple Newtown sideline getting up. I like, I like being right up on the side. I like, I like doing these games at Harrington. Right up on the action. It's going to be a counter play. Got some running room. It's going to be here on the near side. Three Tigers in on the play. Number 68 of the Tigers officially got the tackle. So number 14 of the Rams is able to weave his way, and that is Jack Rosenfeld. Ball is going to be spotted at the 19-yard line. Harrington likes to spread you out. Run a lot of zone read. But so far, Marple Newtown's defense is doing a stout job up front. And this front four, front seven, has been dominant all year long. They've only given up five and a half points a game through eight games, which is remarkable. Rosenfeld almost got back all the penalty yardage with the four-yard carry. Second down and 11 from the 19. Stewart, shotgun. Three wide receivers to the far side. He's going to look to his left. He's going to throw to his right. Ball is dropped. They're going to say incomplete. And on the coverage was Dash Dolgarian. Looks like Dash is beat for a second on that spot route. To the left side towards the Harrington sideline. He comes up, makes a good tackle, and the ball jars loose. They're going to call it incomplete. And it's going to be third down and 11 for the Harrington Rams. Harrington, we talked about Justin Meller, their head coach. A couple years here at Harrington High School. And one of their coaches, Sean Scott, former player for the PSAC mm-hmm. in Millersville. Great player back in the 2000 era. Well, Pat Moriarty went to Harrington High School. He's the starting quarterback for the Rams. Oh, Golden Rams. Third down 11 from the 19. Stewart is looking to his left. He's going to throw a screen pass that's caught, but be slammed down to the ground by A.J. Katsakatsis. Pridgent was on the catch. Nothing doing there. And they like to run that screen play. Coach Hiragicking saw that in film, and that's a good job by that defensive line not to run up field when they're unblocked. When you're unblocked, you got to retreat back, and they do a good job there bringing down the ball carrier on the reception. Moved the ball down to the 17. So fourth down and 13. Bridget comes out to boot this one away. Standing on Harrington's 45-yard line is Carvin Christiana. He did have a punt return touch. It is blocked. Tobin blocks it. And it's going to roll into the end zone. Tobin has himself a touchdown. 
What a great job there. Tobin blocks. It comes in from the edge. Doesn't know where the ball's at. And then I believe it was number 44, Cooper Moss. Who else? That's been a lethal combination all year. Number 9, Tobin. Number 44, Moss. Make a play there. That's a special teams touchdown. So you have a safety by the defense, a touchdown by the offense, and now a special teams calls the touchdown. 21-0 pending the Civerdelli extra point. Joey Keffer is now going to hold for the Tigers. Kicking the extra point is Luke Civerdelli. Tigers have two offensive touchdowns, a safety, and now a, a block punt. Kick is up. The kick is good. Tigers lead 22 to nothing. 2.38 remaining in the first quarter. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. For 30 years, Gillen & Associates, located in Media, Pennsylvania, has provided clients in Delaware County and the Philadelphia area with a wide range of legal services. So if you're in need of legal assistance, Dave DePasqua at Gillen & Associates is at your service. Dave is a Newtown Square resident and can serve your legal needs with concentrations in estate administration, estate planning, and civil litigation. To schedule a free consultation, call 610-565-2211. That's 610-565-2211. Welcome back. As the Tigers get a special teams touchdown, blocking the punt was Tobin, and rolling around in the end zone was himself as well. Back to return for the Rams is Torbic alongside Rooney, but Civerdelli booms it. It flashes of Lambritios as last year, Steve. Yeah, that's... Three kicks in the back of the end zone for Marple Newtown. As Coach Scott Williams, former Harriton coach, gives me a nod on the sideline for his kicking unit. Done a great job tonight. Rams take over. First down and 10 from their own 20. 2.38 here in the first quarter. Paoletti has two through the air. One the Dolgarian, one the Mathis. Stewart in the shotgun. He's waving to the line. Ah, they're missing a player. So he's going to run on the field with the play. Two wide receivers to the near side for the Rams. Three people jump. Eric, any idea? Yeah, it's, it should be a neutral zone infraction on, on the Tigers. Look like uh, look like 63 from the Tigers jump. All right, thank you, Eric. So it is encroachment against Marple Newtown. First and five on their own 25-yard line. And right in front of us, Paoletti is warming up with Alden Mathis. We'll see if Mathis gets put into the game tonight. Mathis is the Tigers' backup quarterback, a lefty. Helps for baseball purposes. First and five for Stewart. It's going to be Rosenfeld who gets it. He's going to throw it down the field, out of bounds. Nobody's home. He rolls out to the left and tries to find his receiver towards the sideline, but it sounds incomplete. Good coverage there by the Tigers' defensive backfield. Closest wide receiver for Harrington was number one, Wright Rooney. Incomplete pass, second down and five from the 25. Clock holds it at 2.32. Shotgun formation for Harrington. 
Two wide receivers to the near side. It's going to be a run. The ball is nearly stripped. Three Tigers jump on the running back. Number 25 was in on the carry and pregnant. He's getting a lot of action early for the Rams. So they stuff him at the at the line of scrimmage. No gain on the play. Third down and five. I mean, it's fun to see Paoletti throwing in front of us. See, we don't see that every day. Nope, it looks like Springfield's added to the score 14 to nothing over Garnet Valley. And AP stuffed. Interbro on the goal line. The knot it still at zeros. It's going to be a carry by Rosenfeld up the gut. He's going to get one, one or two yards, but it's going to be, they're going to give him a yard. Fourth down and four. Let's see if they elect to go for it or not. They're going to send in the punting unit. And they do send in the punting unit. Indeed, Steve. Back to return this one for the Tigers is Carmen Christiana. After that touchdown by Springfield, the ensuing kickoff return by Garnet Valley makes it 14-7. The reason why we're talking about that is Springfield loses, Mark Newtown wins out, they will have a share of the Central League title. Pregnant punts this one away. Fair catch by Christiana at his own 49-yard line. That's where the Tigers will begin this drive. First down and 10 with 56 seconds remaining. And they go back to that, Dave, and... Why we're keeping a track, like obviously Marble can only control what they can control. A win tonight, mm-hmm. a win next week against Strathaven. We'll get him in the playoffs, and we'll hear from Greg Pecco down south later. He's running all those numbers, and I believe Marple Newtown right now is guaranteed two home playoff spots, which is great, but essentially title, which hasn't been done in 39 years. They do have that in the back of their minds, and if Springfield is upset, Either this week versus Grounder Valley or next week versus Hatterford. That'll be a big deal for Marple Newtown. Alden Mathis now in at quarterback for the Tigers. Shotgun formation. He's going to hand off to Marlon Weathers up the gut. He's going to weave his way through three defenders, and he is off to the races. He's got to make one man miss. He's going to be continued, and the ball is stripped. The strip is at the five-yard line. Harrington saying they got it. Let's see with the referee, and they do indeed say Harrington ball, so... Weathers runs all the way down within the 10, tries to take on three Rams by himself, and they're able to stand him up and strip it out of his hands. And so Weathers, an outstanding run. Looks like he should have just kept going straight, but cuts back, trying to get in the end, and it's fighting for extra yards. Uh, you're taught if one man can stand up a ball carry, the other man comes in and strips it. Good job there by Harrington. They're not going to stop fighting down 22 nothing in the first quarter. First down and 10. Ball is spotted on the 7, but the way the Tigers' defense is playing, they're going to seek the end zone themselves. At the end of 1, Interboro 0, Academy Park 0. Shotgun formation. It's going to be a keeper in the backfield that is blown up. The Tigers are not full. This front four has been phenomenal. In on the play was Cooper Moss. Yeah, the quarterback gets the ball, and next thing you know, he takes two steps up, and the defenders are right in his face. There's nothing he can really do. Mar- credit to Marple Newtown's defense, especially that front four. Bringing it, fi- tried to find the outside, had to cut it back in. It's going to be a loss of two. Ball is spotted on the five. This is a defense with two defensive touchdowns. We talked about only allowing 
points a game. Had 19 sacks, 52 tackles for a loss coming into this game, and they've added to that. So this is a very stout defensive unit. That will do it here at Herndon High School for the first quarter. Marple Newtown leads 22 to nothing. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Zenith Public Adjusters proudly supports the 2015 Marple Newtown Football Tigers. Coach Gicking and his staff. Zenith Public Adjusters ask, if you feel you may have property damage to your home or business, to allow us an opportunity to review your coverage and consult on the full extent of your damages. All consultations are at no cost. Zenith Public Adjusters remains immensely grateful to all of our existing and past customers. Customer referrals make up over 95% of our client base. When disaster strikes, call morning, noon, or night. Zenith Public Adjusters are open and ready for your call. Call 610-359-8454 for more details. Once again, that is 610-359-8454. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. See, we've seen everything in the first quarter. We've seen a block punt for a touchdown. We've seen a safety, two Paoletti touchdowns. Marple Newtown takes a commanding 22 to nothing lead after the first quarter. Yeah, and a couple of mistakes over by Marple Newtown. Coaching can't be happy. They were stopped on fourth down. And then a fumble after a beautiful run. But got to give credit to Harrington not giving up here. Down 22 nothing. the start of the second quarter. Second down and 12 from the five. It's going to be a pass to the outside that is caught. Good job by number 80 to come in on the play. That is Colin Ferry. Stewart intended to number 11, Jack Thomas, who caught it. But it sets up third down and nine. Ferry with an outstanding tackle. He's going to be a special player. I saw him earlier in the year on a Saturday JV game. He scored a touchdown to tie up a ball game. And in the ensuing kickoff, he rips it out of the returner's hand and runs it back for a touchdown to give Marple Newtown the win. So, Steve, this is, he's only a sophomore. A lot of these players on this roster are juniors and sophomores. Yeah, a lot of uh, promising young players here for Coach Kicking squad. Third down and nine from the eight. Stewart, shotgun, two wide receivers to the far side. He's going to look to his right. He's going to go in that direction. Ball is up in the air for the third consecutive game. Carmen Christiana picks the ball off. He's trying to get in the end zone. <laughs> He's a ball hawk. That ball was tipped. Couldn't see who got it. I don't know if it was a Harrington receiver who couldn't catch the ball or a defender from Auburn Newtown. Nonetheless, Carmen Christiana, as you said, comes up with another interception this season. Auburn Newtown is set up. I believe inside their 10-yard line here with a 22-0 lead. Carmen Christian's third consecutive game with an INT sets up Marple Newtown at the 5-yard line. First and goal, 11 minutes here in the second quarter. Tigers trying to add to their 22-0 lead. And timeout on the field as the Tigers are not ready. We are going to step aside now. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on Tigers Radio Network. Some people say it's hard to find good help today. When fire, water, or wind damages your building, call Home and Business Adjustment Company, where it's easy to find good help. Get good money for good loss. 
Home and Business Adjustment Company, 610-356-1344. Good help is a phone call away. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Welcome back. Is Alden Mathis is in at quarterback, the lefty. All Delco product in baseball is a freshman last year, Steve. Yeah. First time since the 80s. So you know he's got experience on the field. Yeah, if he led his team to a state playoff semifinal appearance last year. We'll see what he can do on the football field. At quarterback, as we said, he's a lefty. And his brother's in as well. we'll see I was just about to connect. say that. I think he's going to try and find number 16 in his brother. We'll see. First and goal from the five. Mathis puts a man in motion to the near side. He's going to roll to his right. He's a lefty, and he is going to be sacked in on the play. Number 14 got the sack. What a job by Jack Rosenfeld. Good job. Rosenfeld's been all over the field, offense and defense. He's one of their best players tonight, and he does a good job bringing down the young quarterback, Alden Mathis, for a big loss. It's going to be a 10-yard loss. Ball is spotted at the 15. But, Steve, he's a lefty. That's a really hard play for him rolling to his right. It's absolutely true right there, Dave. Three wide receivers for Mathis. About three Tigers move. I believe that's going to be a false start, Eric. Yeah, Kevin Rankin jumped pretty early there. Uh, That'll move the Tigers back five yards to the 21-yard line. So they had it on the 16. They changed it. Now it's going to be backing up to the 21 Second down and 21, so basically second down and goal. Academy Park now has the lead. A fumble returned 81 yards that finds the end zone. Academy Park leads 6 to nothing. 10-17 here. Timeout on the field. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. Searching for a reliable heating and air conditioning company? Then DZO Mechanical is here to fulfill your every need. Privately owned, DZO offers residential and commercial services in heating, air conditioning, and ventilation. Since 2000, DZO has proudly served the Delaware County and Tri-State area, offering customers great service at fair rates. For a free estimate, call DZO at 484-454-3346 or online at www.dzomechanical.com. Come explore the possibilities at Anthony's at Paxson. Whether planning a wedding or grabbing a bite to eat, Anthony's at Paxson has you covered. Located at Paxson Hollow Country Club in Broomall, Anthony's at Paxson offers a great menu in a family-friendly environment with beautiful views of Paxson Hollow Country Club from their patio deck. For reservations, call Anthony's at Paxson today at 610-353-0220, extension 3, or visit www.anthonysatpaxson.com. Welcome back. Second down and goal from the 21. 10-17 here at Herodin High School. Mathis in the pistol. He's going to look to his right. He's going to try and throw it to his brother who was open. And Cameron incomplete. Yep, try to get the Mathis to Mathis connection. But falls incomplete. And we'll bring up third down and 21. But we'll see what Coach Hicking does here. Super. Get some yards here, maybe attempt a field goal. Always good to give your kicker, Sibardelli, and when you have a big lead, uh, opportunity to kick some field goals because you never know when you're going to need them. Proves this week or into the playoffs. Last uh, last year in the playoffs, 
Lambritius hit two field goals because that's what the Tigers were stalled at the goal line, resulted in six points, better than nothing. Important for a playoff run to get everybody involved. Third down and 21. Mathis is going to fake to his left, come back to his right. He's going to throw it intended for Dash Dolgarian off his hands. He's going to bring up fourth down and see if Coach Gicking goes field goal. And indeed they do. Civerdelli does have a leg stick. We saw it upper Darby. He can boot it from 40 plus. He's so good. Balls go through the upright and they call him no good. So <laughs> we'll see what happens here. It's going to be about a 38 yard field goal for Civerdelli out of a Joey Keffer hole. Key here is good protection. Of course, a good snap and a good hold as well. Well, that will do it. Got the signal. Clean snap. Kick is up. And the kick is off the post. Off the post. He almost had it, Steve. Yeah, right. Hit the crossbar. Needed about another yard there, and that would have been good. So, Walpole Newtown had in the red zone three times. And can't convert. Two times they were set up in the red zone. One time they ran into the red zone on that same play. They fumbled. So it's a missed opportunity here for Marple. And coaching can't be too happy. Now, Steve, after the kick, it automatically goes to the 20? Yes. In uh, in high school, yeah, when you miss a field goal, no matter where you're at, um, it goes to the 20-yard line. So it's it's smart to kick a field goal, even if you think if you you're backed hit, up. Yeah. If you're at like the if you're not going to go for it and it's fourth and forever. Mm-hmm. and you're inside the 40-yard line. Might as well kick it because it's going to the 20-yard line. 9.58 here in the second quarter. Stewart, ball's on the 20. I believe that was Rosenfeld on the carry to the outside. He's going to try and weave his way. Moss in on the play. Yep. Cooper Moss. It was Prignick, excuse me, on the carry. Cooper Moss takes down Rosenfeld there. They're going to say he was stuffed at the line of scrimmage, bringing up second down and 10 from the 20. This Tigers defense continues to sub players, but same result, Steve. They are very deep and they are very talented. Two wide receivers to the near side. Stewart. It's going to be a sneak up the gut and be blown up. Moss and company in on the play. Ranking on the play, Miller. Pregnant just had nowhere to run. This Harrison team is hungry. They haven't scored a touchdown in a couple weeks, so they're going to keep on working. I mean, they've done a good job on defense, stopping Marble Newtown, but a few mistakes, a safety and a blocked punt, really made the score 22-0, but this game is far from over. Plenty of time left. Over, a little over eight minutes to go here in the second quarter, Dave. Two runs go for no gain. Third down and ten for the Rams. It's not every day where you see number 21 standing in front of the ball, Steve. It looks like they're going to burn a timeout. Timeout, Harrington. We are going to step aside. Tigers have a commanding 22-0 lead here in the second quarter. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. 
Bryn Mawr Glass has been proudly serving the surrounding communities for over 75 years. We specialize in custom showers and tub enclosures. We also do mirrors, tabletops, fogged or cracked window repairs, even storms and screens. Our knowledgeable staff can provide the most up-to-date information in shower door hardware and designs. So come visit us at our newly remodeled showroom at 729 Westchester Pike in Havertown, Pennsylvania. And go Tigers! Welcome back as Marple Newtown has their defense standing on the field waiting for Heron to come out with their play call. Scores from around the league. Academy Park has a 12-0 lead over Innerboro now. 35-yard pass connection. And that's important, Steve, for the standings because Marple Newtown right now is slated at three. That's going to be a couple of different spot positions. We had Greg Petko doing the brackets down in South Carolina. Stewart's going to look to his left, and he is going to be sacked in the backfield. In on the sack was Jack Fellows. Jack Fellows playing defensive tackle. First time in his high school career, and he was all excited. He texted me this week, and uh, he comes in and makes a big sack tonight. His goal was to get a sack and a touchdown, so he checked off one of them off his list. Great job there by Fellows. It's going to be a loss of four, fourth down of 14. From the 16, pregnant in the punt this one away. Carmen Christiana standing on the Harrington 45. Tigers only bringing four. And it is right near our booth. That was shanked. That's going to be at the 35-yard line. Marple Town, great field position here. They're going to take it over. So first down and 10 from the 35. 7.22 will begin this drive. But we saw Paoletti for about three drives. Scored two touchdowns. Called it a night. Ball is spotted right in front of us, basically. We are on the field tonight in the donkey. Mathis, shotgun formation, three wide receivers. It's going to be a handoff to Weathers, who fumbles the ball in the backfield and then dives forward. They're going to mark it for about a one-yard loss on the play. With that deuce backfield, counter play, fake it to Fellers, hand it off to Weathers, and you got to watch with a new quarterback the exchanges no, Steve, there. Being a lefty, does that have an impact from Paoletti, who is right-handed? No, nah, it shouldn't have an impact with hands in the ball off either way. I mean, I mean, it's, you know, if you're handing it off to the right, it's, I guess it's a little different because if you're a lefty. Because mm-hmm. he, he has about three fumbles this year just from having Mathis as the quarterback. It's going to be a handoff this time to Fallows off the far side. And he's going to be marked down around the 30. Good job by Fallows going off tackle. Yeah, you're back with that counter play. The sixth or seventh time they ran that tonight with some success. They pull their tackle and guard there. Running back runs inside of that. Picks up some good yards there. So good job there by Thales in this offensive line. Five yards for the Ghost. Makes it third down and six from the 31. Mathis shotgun. Christiana in the slot. Rams bring the blitz. It's going to be a handoff to Weathers up the gut. He's just going to take a Ram with him but then be slammed back 
down. Ball's going to be at the 29. Give him two on the play. Fourth down and four. See what Coach Gicking decides to do. I think they're going to go for it, Steve. Yeah, leave your team offense out on the field there. See what they do here on fourth down. Coach Gicking a lefty himself. See if they decide to put it in the air or run it. You only got four yards to go here. Fourth down and four from the 29. 5.30, 5.29, 5.28 here in the second quarter. Play action. It's going to be a throw out to the outside. It's caught by Dolgarian, who's still on his feet. He's going to race down the sidelines, and he's going to find the end zone. Touchdown, Marple Newtown. They got a flag. They got a flag down, though. We'll see where the ball is spotted and see where the flag is. It could be coming back, but it will be a first down. It wasn't needed either. Block in the back against Marple Newtown. It's going to depend where the spot of the foul is going to be, though. That was not neat. That was an excellent play there. Yeah, so that, that flag's at the 15-yard line, Dave. So the flag's at the 15, the 10-yard with the ball at the 25 with the block in the back. Should be enough for the first down. Yeah, that occurred past the sticks. So it is a first down completion. Mathis, his first connection of the night, went to the end zone. Just the block in the back negates it. Yeah, a little speed out there. By Dolgarin, he catches it, stays on his feet, turns up field, and then there's a block in the back behind the play. As I said, it was unneeded. But nonetheless, first down for the Tigers. First down and 10 for Mathis, standing at the 25-yard line. It's going to be a handoff to Weathers on the near side. Good job by number 14. All by himself to drag down Weathers. Rosenfeld has been all over the field for the Rams. He's a ball player for Harden. They're doing a great job defending this Marble Newtown offense. He's only a sophomore. This is a Marble Newtown offense coming into the game with this season, outscoring their opponents 160 to 26. I mean, Weathers is a big guy himself. He's a buck 65 pure muscle. Loss of two on the carry puts the ball at the 27. Mathis hands the ball off to Weathers, who lost the ball again. He bobbled up and this is going to be blown up the line of scrimmage. 64 in on the play for Harry. And what a good job by Raymond Fulbright. Gonna be another loss on the play. As Harrington's getting good penetration, continues to have problems with the handoff from Mathis. Yeah, and again, it's something they're gonna have to continue to work out with a new quarterback in there, but gotta give a lot of credit to the Rams defensive line. Ball on the twenty-eight, third down and thirteen. Clean pocket. Ball is intended, and it is caught by Dash Dolgarian for Mathis's first career touchdown. What an outstanding play there. Wasn't the prettiest ball, but it got it got to Mathis, and it was a beautifully placed ball. I'm sorry, Dolgarian, beautifully placed ball from Mathis, and that's a touchdown for the Tigers. 28-0 pending the extra point. Is a 28-yard connection. Dolgarian second of the game. 
Puts the Tigers ahead, 28 to nothing. In the kick, the extra point is Severdelli out of the Keffer hold. Kick is up. The kick is good. Marple Newtown up 29 to nothing, 339 here in the second quarter. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. The Marple Newtown Football Alumni Association is a nonprofit organization that provides support and assistance to the Marple Newtown High School football program. This is accomplished by raising and directly providing funds to the high school football program. In addition, the Alumni Association is to provide an organization through which its members can preserve the legacy of Marple Newtown football and coordinate their efforts to keep connected the people who embodied the spirit of Tiger football. If you're interested in getting involved, please visit MarpleNewtownFootball.com and Click on the alumni tab. Let's continue to build this great legacy of Marple Newtown football. Go Tigers! Mathis registers his first career touchdown pass to Dash Dolgarian in the end zone. Tigers up 29 to nothing. Right Rooney and Torbeck in the return this one. It is returnable. It's going to be returned from the 15-yard line. It was just a squib. Number 13 caught it, Eddie May. See some new guys on defense for the Tigers. Excuse me, Shamad Spurrell was in on the catch. That's number 21 of the Rams. Already with a comfortable 29-0 lead. Close to the end of the first half at the Garner Valley Springfield game. That ball game is at Springfield. Still 14-7, Springfield undefeated. First down and 10 from the 28. Stewart in the shotgun. He's going to look to his right. He's going to go in that direction. Just a quick pitch to the outside. He's got some running room. He's at the 40. And he's going to be marked down at the 41-yard line. Nice pitch and catch there. A little spot pass to the outside towards the Rams bench. Catches it, runs up the sideline and picks up a Harrington first down. Good execution there by the Rams. Furry in on the tackle for Marple Newtown. Catching the ball for the Rams was right Rooney, number one. Ball is spotted at the 42. First down and 10. Harrington's, I believe, first first down of the night. Stewart, shotgun. Three wide receivers to the far side. He's going to look that way, and he is going to be sacked in the backfield. Fallows comes up for his second sack of the night. Great job there by Jack Fallows. A little late off the ball there, but didn't affect him. He's got some wheels on him. He comes in and brings down the quarterback for his second sack tonight. Well, that's for certain. Steve. He is a running back. <laughs> that also plays defensive tackle, so that's something you see every day. It's going to be a six-yard loss, second down and 16 from the 36. 2.30 and change remaining here in the second quarter before the half. Harrington will get the ball as Marple Newtown elected to receive in the first quarter. Interborough gets back in their game. It's now 12-7 on top is Academy Park. Stewart's going to look to his right. It's going to be immediate screen pass. It is too tall and 10 for the target on the outside. Going to bring up third down and 16 for Harrington's offense. 
Number seven was intended, Brian Stewart. A running back, I believe that's his brother. There's a couple of them here at Harridan. As the oldest one graduated last year, he was a good quarterback, Steve. Uh, excellent quarterback for Harridan. And he gave uh, Marbury Town some problems last year. Incomplete pass makes it third down and 16. Hawk holding at 205. Stewart, shotgun. Two wide receivers on the far side. And uh, Tiger jumps into neutral zone. That's going to give the Rams a free five yards. Third down and 11 coming up. At the half, Springfield leads 14-7 to over Garnet Valley. Garnet Valley will get the ball to begin the second half. So that's your scores around the league. Now, Dave, I, I have Steve's cell phone. And this this has been quite entertaining for Josh and I. You should see this. Oh, I believe it. It's unbelievable. Third down 11 There's from the There's not 41. one of these I can read. It's a direct, direct snap up the gut to Rosenfeld. He's about two yards short of the first down. He marks his way down to the 49 in their own territory. They're going to go for it. They gave him eight yards on the carry. They're actually going to make it fourth down and three. Clock continues to tick. Steve, I don't know what you have on your cell phone. I mean, he's getting texts furiously. <laughs> I'm going to read at least nah, one nah, or nah, two. Nah, nah, nah. Oh, here's one from your sister. That's very nice. I'm a, I'm a popular guy. All right. I won't embarrass anybody. Fourth down and three for Stewart. He's a funny guy, too. Stewart's going to look to his left. It is in and out of the hands of Wright Rooney. Incomplete. The ball hit the ground as number 23, the Rams, try to corral it. And Torbeck, Marple Newtown takes over on downs. Good coverage there and hit by Nick DeCrecchio. Going to be turnover on downs. Ball about midfield for Marple Newtown. They're going to have the two-minute drill as they have two timeouts remaining. A minute, 10 to try and find the end zone. Ball is spotted in Herodin territory. Ball is on the 49. Nice to get another score before the half. That will put this game into a running clock at 35 points. Is there a few changes as now in the backfield is Carmen Christiana. Four wide receivers as Mathis is in the pistol. Goes in motion as Weathers. And there's about four Herodin Rams in the backfield before Weathers was able to get the ball. They were waiting for him there off the edge. Good edge defense by Harriton. Rosenfeld has been leading the attack on defense as well as offense as well. Weathers went backwards. Loss of two on the play. See if Coach Gicking's content on this laying this clock to run. 40 seconds. Three wide receivers for Mathis. He's going to look to his left, come back to his right. He's going to connect with his brother and Cameron. He's going to apply a stiff arm, then get out of bounds. So the Mathis, the Mathis connection. Good execution there. Little comeback route on the sideline. Mathis gets out of bounds there. Good placement by his younger brother, Alden. Set up third down and a couple yards. It's going to be three C from the 42. Coach Gickings telling Alden Mathis to play. His brother's right next to him. 
Checking out of the game is Dash Dolgarian. Three yards to go for the Tigers. Four wide receivers for Mathis. On the near side is Weathers. Single back is Fallows. It's going to be a fake. Mathis is going to throw it. He had a wide open Cameron Mathis, and he is going to walk into the end zone. 42 yards out. Mathis to Mathis. little jet motion there. Throws off the defense. Mathis rolls out to his right. Again, throwing out to his right, throwing with his left arm. And his brother almost stumbles there. But a good little Mathis to Mathis connection. Great family there. I'm sure their parents are happy. Marple extends this lead 35 to nothing right before halftime. In the kick, the extra point will be Siverdelli out of a Joey Kiffer hole. Academy Park tacks on another touchdown. They have a commanding 18 to 7 lead over Interboro. Clean snap, clean hold, kick is up, the kick is good. Marple Newtown has a 36 to nothing lead with 23 seconds remaining. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. The Philly Pretzel Factory is home of the real Philadelphia pretzel. Whether it's for a sporting event, a party, or a quick snack, you can be sure that the Philly Pretzel Factory will deliver an authentic, high-quality, and great-tasting pretzel at a great value. Stop in today at any of their locations, including Broomall, Springfield, Balsam, and Bryn Mawr, or visit their website, phillypretzelfactory.com, for a complete listing of locations. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. I feel like Steve's the chef. He keeps feeding all these football players fries along the sidelines. I feel they don't start throwing up. <laughs> <laughs> Number one and 23, back to return from the Rams. That's right. Rooney and Torbeck out of a Siverdelli kick. Siverdelli boots this one. It is high. It is far. It is returnable, though. It is bobbled at the five-yard line. Torbeck's going to return it, and he has a sideline, but he's going to be dragged down around the 30. Good job by him. Tackled by number 23 of the Tigers along the sideline, Tom Tobin. Nice little return there by Harrington. Almost broke one. But Tommy Tillman comes in and makes a nice tackle. Ball is spotted at the 27-yard line. The Rams have 16 seconds remaining till the half. Eric, your thoughts on the game so far? You know, even though the scoreboard is pretty lopsided in favor of Marple Newtown, there's, there's been some mistakes by Marple. Uh, fumbling by, by Marlin and just the fourth down. Um, not converting there. So, I mean, it's, it's been great. Nice to see Alden throw some touchdowns, but, you know. Stewart's going to elude one Tiger, and he's going to throw it down the field. It is caught by number 21 of the Rams, who is has some decent field position now. Number 21 is Shamont Spurrell. That's the clock. The clock runs. They're going to say they called a timeout. I believe. There's going to be two seconds left on the clock. Two seconds remaining. So we're going to keep it here. I thought because they moved the sticks they were going to stop the clock, but they're going to give them two seconds, Steve. Yeah, they called a timeout. 
why not? Facing this deficit, try to get some points on the board. Three Tigers stand back in the prevent defense. Mathis in center field. Why not? He plays center field during baseball. They call a timeout, but Steve, your thoughts through the first half? I mean, you've seen Paoletti throw two. You've seen Mathis throw two. That's a dominant performance of 36 nothing. Can't take anything away from Mar, but as Eric said, some mistakes by Marlboro Town, a couple in the red zone. Uh, can't be happy if your coach kicking a few penalties, a few turnovers, but uh, nonetheless, you got a 36 nothing lead going in the head. Jim, I heard you had an important update. More importantly, Dina, Steve's sister, says to give her a shout out. Hello, Dina. That's my favorite of the Reynolds siblings <laughs> because she went to high school with me. And uh, shout out to Dina and Dom. Hope you guys are listening. <laughs> we love you. Peace and love. <laughs> Steve needs to take better care of, of his course. phone. Thanks, Jim. Two seconds remaining. Balls on their own 37. Stewart, shotgun. Stewart's going to roll to his right. Clock expires. It's caught by number 17, who's going to rumble down in the Marple Newtown territory. That's a good catch and run by Will Thomas, but that will do it. Tigers take a 36 to nothing lead into the half. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and the Tigers Radio Network. High school playoff football is almost here. HavenFootball.net will be bringing you all the playoff excitement by broadcasting one playoff game each week right up to the District 1 Championships. Playoffs start November 4th. Don't miss one minute of all the excitement and thrills of playoff football. Go to HavenFootball.net for dates and times of each broadcast. Our broadcasts will be available live and on our archives. HavenFootball.net. High school football never sounded so good. The Tigers Radio Network broadcasts, both live and archived, are the exclusive property of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated and are produced for the private use of our listening audience. No rebroadcast in full or in part is permitted without the express written consent of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated. Hey, the Tigers look pretty good. Pain heels. Chicks dig scars. Glory. Last forever. That's it. That's it. I want you to think about all those mean people. They're going to be your tackling fuel. Tackling fuel. We're going to use them to play football. That means you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. John! What? Red 7! I don't know what Red 7 means. Hot Rock! I don't. What is Hot Rock? Will you just go stand on the other side, please? You all know what you have to do. Remember, no one, and I mean... No one comes into our house and pushes us around.
listening to Marple Newtown High School Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Now back to call the second half of tonight's game. Here is Dave DePasqua, Steve Reynolds, Eric DePantima, and Jim Alsman. Welcome back to Harriton High School is... Marble Newtown is all over the Rams, 36 to nothing. We're going to send it to the executive producer, Jim Holzman, for some stats. Thank you, Dave. Uh, welcome from Rosemont, Pennsylvania, and Marble Newtown coming back out on the field here. minute left in halftime. I'll put another three on the clock for a second-half warm-up. Take you through some statistics so far in this first half. Um, 36 nothing. Marple Newtown leads the Rams of Harriton. First downs, Marple, Marple Newtown has 10 to Harriton's 3. Total yardage for Marple Newtown, 291. Harriton has 28 yards total logged in the first half. Passing for Marple Newtown, 10 of 14 with 4 touchdowns. Passing for Harriton, 5 of 10. One interception, 206 passing yards for Marple at Harriton's 44. 13 touches for the Tigers on the ground for 85 yards. Harriton has 13 rushes for 16 total yards. Marple Newtown has three fumbles, two lost, no fumbles for Harriton. Marple Newtown has three sacks for negative 18 yards. And... There, uh, Harrington has one sack for minus 11. Tackles for loss, Marple Newton has four. Harrington has four. Penalty yardage, Marple Newton has logged five penalties for 40 yards to Harrington's two for 10. Third down conversions, Marple Newton is two for five. Harrington is zero for six. Time of possession, Marple Newton, 10 minutes, 55 seconds. Harrington, 12.42. Anthony Paoletti for Marple Newtown is 6 of 8, 113 yards, two touchdowns, his longest tonight for the night is 54 yards. Autumn Mathis comes in, he's 4 for 6 for 93 yards, 42 yards being the longest, and he has two touchdowns. The leading rusher for Marple Newtown is Marlon Weathers, he's 8 for 57 yards. 7.1 7.1 yards per rush. And the leading receiver for Marble Newtown is Cameron Mathis. Four catches, 114 yards, 54 yards being his longest. He's got two TDs. Dash Dolgarian is four catches for 69 yards, and he's got two touchdowns. For Harriton, their leading passer, looks like it's Michael Stewart. He's uh, five for eight. 44 yards, and in terms of receiving, Will Thomas has one catch for 18 yards. So that kind of rounds out the the more meaningful statistics that we have on the first half. And and, and let's face it, this is fairly a lopsided game, Dave. And uh, the second half, we're going to look for a lot of underclassmen coming into this contest. Um, There is no JV game tomorrow, so I I expect to see... um, you know, you and Steve calling names and numbers up and down this Marple Newtown roster. I agree, Jim. There's going to be a lot of different players, but around the league, Garner Valley just tied it up with Springfield out in Springfield. 
the big game Steve and I were talking about earlier, potential three-way tie for the Central League Championship. So anything can happen. Marble Newtown looks in control here in Rosemont, Pennsylvania, up 36 to nothing. There's a minute 45 remaining until kickoff. You want to step aside, Jim? Yeah, why not? We're going to step aside. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. If you love Philadelphia sports and good food, then there's no better place to catch a game than Barnaby's of America in Havertown. Located off the Broomall Havertown exit of the Blue Route, Barnaby's is the place to be for the big game. You can enjoy dinner in their dining room or grab appetizers on the enclosed deck or even head downstairs for a night of dancing and arcade games. You can even book your next event at Barnaby's of America in Havertown and take advantage of their party specials. So for sports, food, and a great experience, stop by Barnaby's of America in Havertown today. Searching for a reliable heating and air conditioning company? Then DZO Mechanical is here to fulfill your every need. Privately owned, DZO offers residential and commercial services in heating, air conditioning, and ventilation. Since 2000, DZO has proudly served the Delaware County and Tri-State area, offering customers great service at fair rates. For a free estimate, call DZO at 484-454-3346 or online at www.dzomechanical.com. If you suffer from back or neck pain, injury or headaches, then Dr. Tom Graziano and the Advanced Chiropractic Center are here to help. Dr. Graziano and the Advanced Chiropractic Center have been serving Delaware County residents for over 15 years. They take a gentle approach and utilize current techniques to help manage your pain. To address your back and neck-related pain or injuries, call the Advanced Chiropractic Center today at 610-356-2300 or visit drtomgraziano.com and tell them the Tigers Radio Network sent you. Welcome back. 36 to nothing. They're going to have to reset the clock. Tigers going to boot this one away. Civerdelli in the kick for Marple Newtown. Back to return for the Rams is number one, right Rooney. Alongside number 23, that is Jack Torback. It is a booming kick by Civerdelli. It is returnable, though. It is around the five-yard line for Wright Rooney, number one. He's going to make a move and then be stuttered and then stops that. Making the play was number 30 of the Tigers, Luke Jealous. So the Rams come out, 11.50, here in the third quarter, trying to get on the board. This will be a running clock with the 35-point lead, 36-point lead, but uh, running clock starts at 35 points. We see some new guys in for Marple Newtown. You can see the special team, Civerdelli has done a very good job tonight, booting it away in an extra point, Steve, except for that one field goal that just bounced right off the post. Yeah, it was, uh, I don't know how long that attempt was, but that was... Uh, 37 yards. 37 yards. Now, this is the time of the game where now Michael starts to talk about his golf game. <laughs> <laughs> Stewart comes out first down and 10 from 26. It's going to be a keeper, and he has some running room as he's taking a few Tigers with him. I believe that was number 25 in Pridget that went and rumbled down to the 40, give him 14 on the first play of the second half. Nice run there by Stewart. Picks up the first down on the first play of the half. So 14-yard gain. Nice play. 
as it appears that Marple Newtown has almost all their backups in the game, Steve. Shotgun formation for Stewart. He comes out. Three wide receivers. It's Rosenfeld in the quarterback. He's going to carry it himself. He's going to get down to the 42. So he looks to his right, tries to throw it, decides to call his own number. That's Breslin and Zimmerman in on the tackle for the Tigers. Zimmerman was the transfer from Cardinal O'Hara. We got Charlie working the uh, scoreboard for us. I know what I know what we'll be putting him work to work to do next year, Dave. <laughs> He'll love it. Good. They give him three as a update as Joey Keffer is going to go in at quarterback for Marple Newtown. Nine forty here in the third quarter with the running clock. It's going to be Rosenfeld rolling to the right side. He's going to throw it and out of bounds. They're going to give him the reception along the sidelines. And now they're going to call it incomplete as he rolled out of bounds. So the ball did drop. So incomplete pass, third down and seven. Steve, you awake? Yep, Rams uh, trying to move the ball here, get on the board tonight. <laughs> down 36 and nothing on senior night. Stewart comes out, shotgun formation. Stewart. It's going to be Pridgen direct snap, and he's going to be stuffed. The line of scrimmage. Good job by the Tigers front. As we're having all the coaches come up to us, Steve, we see Coach Giordano, Coach Kicking. We've seen a plethora of coaches come up. They want some airtime. They want some love. Who doesn't? we got the best job in the world. Work for the best back. boss around. Well, let's not get carried away. <laughs> Good to see Danny Giordano as always, a Tiger great and uh, Penn State grad. Like myself. And so is Greg Pecco, our man down in South Carolina. Absolutely. Fourth down and seven. They're going to go for it. Rosenfeld's going to roll to his right. He's looking to throw it, looking to throw it. And he's just going to heave it over the middle. Incomplete turnover on downs. It was intended for number 21 in Spruill. Tigers take over, ball spotted on the 43-yard line. Now our man patrolling the sidelines, Eric Keffer's in at quarterback. Yeah, Keffer's going to take his shot at quarterback. Autumn Mathis has finished, finished the game with two touchdowns, so he's done. But I think there's another update. It looks like Garnet Valley scored again, and they're beating Springfield, is that correct, Dave? That is correct, Eric. 21-14, Garnet Valley. That's a big one. Keffer in at quarterback. Jealous goes in motion. It's going to be a handoff up the gut. Bouncing it to the outside is number 23 in Tobin. Nice little runoff tackle there, handoff by the quarterback. And That's an interesting storyline, though, that Springfield-Garnet Valley game. Compelling and rich. 
Carry goes for nine, second down and one from the 34. So, Steve, for the Central League title, if Springfield loses, how does that unfold? Springfield have one loss in the league. Marble has one loss. Ridley currently has one loss. So, if they lose tonight, Marble Newtown wins, holds on to this lead, and beats Strathair next week on senior night. Marble Newtown will have a share, at least a share, of the Central League title. It's going to be a quarterback keeper by Mattis who's going to escape out of bounds and pick up the first down. Very smart by Mathis just to head right to those sidelines and get past the sticks. There was two Harden Rams in his face. He rolled to his right and was able to elude him and get the edge. Now, now, Dave, you know, as you know, you, you've seen him play baseball. He, yes. As much as I want people to come out and watch football, I want them to see all Marble Newtown sports. He can, he's a tremendous baseball player. Until you actually go see him at the field, I mean, there's going to be renovations to the baseball field and everything, but Jim, he was the first all-Delco product as a freshman for since the 80s. They had to go back into the archives and couldn't even find what date it was. Incredible. First down and 10 from the 30. Flags fly everywhere. That could be false start on Marble Newtown's right guard. Go back him up on first down. First and 15, Dave. Now, Steve, you can speak to this because you were an ath- I was an athlete, but not to the extent of you were. How hard is it for an athlete, a freshman, come down, start, and then just annihilate almost every record in the book? I mean, you got to be a stud to do that. Um, not many freshmen can uh, just come in and and for a baseball like team that. that regularly makes the playoffs, it's kind of incredible. So Mathis is going to roll to the outside. It's going to be caught by Tui, but he's going to be hit. At the 40-yard line, it's going to be a loss of five. And as the public address announcer for the, the Penn Quakers baseball team, I get to see a lot of tremendous Division One baseball players, and uh, I, I saw the same pedigree in this young man when I got to see him. I couldn't agree more. Is uh, One of the Cubs, actually, from Villanova product the other night, they were talking about giving a shout-out during the playoffs. Great to see all the local products. Second down and 20 from the 40. Out come the Tigers. Mathis in the shotgun. Keffers in the slot. Main goes in motion. Handoff goes to Jealous, who's going to try and bounce it to the outside. He gets the corner. He's going to run out of bounds, but there is a flag back in the backfield. Deuce backfield. They put Tobin in motion. Come back with a dive. Or outside zone, I should say, to number 30, Luke Jealous, who's got some speed. Him and Tobin are going to be a good part of this backfield for years to come. Same grade as Marlon Weathers. So a lot of talent here. And this has been through almost nine games a season. And the second team, a bunch of JV players have been in the game, seven of those games. Only two games they did not come in. That was past two weeks, Ridley and Harford. So there's been seven games they've played, and they've had a lot of experience this season. Eric, did you get the penalty on the field? Yeah, that was holding on Marple. That's going to bring them back 10 to their own 49 now. All right. Thank you, Eric. As clock continues the wind, second down and 29. It was It was actually, it was hard to see from here. It was an actual illegal block. Official ruling on that. Illegal block. Tough to, tough to see the ref's mechanics. I'm sorry. Swing pass to Jealous on the outside from Mathis. He has some running room. He's going to bounce it back into in territory, and he's going to rumble his way down to the 38-yard line. A little double screen there, as you said. He went, he got the hammer screen to the right. Stewie was running inside, and you have a little swing out to the left side, and that's where Mathis went to the left side to Jealous. 
he picks up some other penalty yards. Is that third down and long? On yeah. a play like that, is that on the quarterback? He just needs to read the yep. defense and have a better understanding of what's exactly. going on. So Mathis needs two more yards. He's six of eight for ninety-eight to hit that century mark. Third down and nineteen. Pistol formation for Mathis. He looks to his right. He's going to roll back up in the gut, and he's going to take off but be tripped up right before the 40. Good job by Herod in the front to get the sophomore quarterback. Yeah, shoelace tackle. He avoids that one. He picks up a first down and more, but good job by Herod. Marple Newtown's going to punt this ball away. Now, to Harrington's credit, Whoever the scoreboard operator here has done the best job of all the games so far this year. He so really has. I mean, we shout do, out to them. We do rely on that scoreboard, and it's been on point. Tremendous uh, game operation here under the direction of uh, Tom Ferguson, their athletic director. Great guy. Now, with Philman out, Matt is, is going to be double duty. He's going to punt this one away for the Tigers for his first punt this season. It is a high squibber. It's going to take a Tiger bounce. And continue to roll. And it's going to be taken up and dropped. Jealous just levels the ram to try to get the ball. Dangerous, dangerous play there. But you know, you're down this much. You try to do something. And uh, coaches can't be happy. I don't know about that to one. touch the ball when there's defenders around there. But uh, nonetheless, Harden remains a hold of the ball. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a dangerous thing to do, you know, in terms of injury. He was full out body slammed by Jealous. But nevertheless, first down and 10 from the 15. Good job by the Tigers defensively. Charlie's like Jimmy Olsen over here. (laughs) Steve, an update? 21-14 still. Garner Valley's forcing Springfield to punt the ball away. Unbelievable. Shotgun formation for Stewart. He's going to put a man in Rosenfeld in motion. That's 21 unanswered points Flag. by Valley. Play is blown dead. Appears they're going to back him up, Eric. Yeah, it looked like some kind of illegal motion or false start to move it. They're going to back them up to the 10-yard line. So five-yard penalty. Yeah, Backs that. him up. But, I mean, Charlie's been updating us all night. It's great to see my little brother updating the scores from around the league. Yes. Right, he's not so little. I mean, he's basically my size at the age of 12, but that's besides the point. Right. <laughs> Hopefully a Marple Newtown Tiger in two years. Hopefully. And your, uh, your upcoming nuptials, I know he'll be, he'll be running around at your wedding helping. He'll be helping me. I have a job for him. <laughs> he doesn't know it yet. Nuptials. First down and 15 for the Rams. Stewart looks to his left. He's going to go that way. It's going to be reeled him a number 21 of the Rams, who is number 21, as I said. That is Shamad Spruel. Good job by him to reel it in. Two Tigers in on the play. Spruel gets hit hard there, but tough guy. Holds on to that ball. Tigers defenders close in on him. Second down for the Rams offense. Second down and eight at the reception. A minute to go here in the third quarter. Running clock has really sped things up, Steve. It's a nice thing. Marple Newtown's had a couple games like this, but they weren't able to get the running clock. Testament to Coach Kicking and the staff to get preparations for Friday night. 
It's going to be a keeper up the gut. It's going to be a bounce to the outside. It has some running room. Number 25 on the carry for the Rams. Looks like Bridget. there's an injured player. And the uh, officials are going to call timeout for... And we do... It does look like there's a penalty marker There's down. a flag in the backfield. Eric, do you have a better vantage point? Yeah, I believe it was after the play. I think it might be a personal foul on Marple. Uh, unnecessary. I think necessary roughness, but don't quote me. Let's wait for the rule. All right, good work. So there's an injured Tiger down from around the league. Three and out. Rain starts to come down hard in Springfield, Pennsylvania. There really it hasn't. I mean, besides the beginning of this game, Jim, there was a mist, but that was about it. Right. That's uh, that's a grass field at Springfield, so it's going to cause some problems for both teams. It's going to be a little muddy. So this is going to be marked off and after the penalty at the 42. So the the penalty must have happened at the line of scrimmage. Um, after the play, now it is it is at the 42. The penalty makes it first down and 10 from the 42. Or the run, I apologize, the run was... Um, Was to the uh, 27-yard line, fellas. My apologies. It happens. As both uh, both teams go to the sideline, there's only 39 seconds remaining. Marble Newtown has a 36 to nothing lead. No score here in the second half. You see a lot of substitutes, but Marple Newtown is clicking on all phases. They have a special teams touchdown. They have a defensive safety. We've seen backup quarterback Alden Mathis launch it down the field. We've seen Paoletti early on just continuing to do what he's done all season, distributing yeah. to everybody. Yeah. One thing I'll say is this has been a, started out as an awful referee crew. It's gotten mildly better. So that's a positive, I guess. So the clock winds. 20 seconds. First down and 10 from the 42. Stewart. Going to roll to his right. He's looking down the field. And we'll see if he's caught it or not. Right Rooney's in on the reception. They're going to give it to him at midfield. And that will do it here in the third quarter. Marple Newtown leads 36 to nothing. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Bryn Mawr Glass has been proudly serving the surrounding communities for over 75 years. We specialize in custom showers and tub enclosures. We also do mirrors, tabletops, fogged or cracked window repairs, even storms and screens. Our knowledgeable staff can provide the most up-to-date information in shower door hardware and designs. So come visit us at our newly remodeled showroom at 729 Westchester Pike in Havertown, Pennsylvania. And go Tigers! This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Welcome back. End of three. Marple Newtown leads 36 to nothing. Around the league, Garnet Valley has a 21 to 14 lead in Springfield. 
Keep an eye on that one. Second down and two for the Rams. It's going to be pregnant up the gut. He's got some running room. He's got the first down and more in the Marple Newtown territory. Ball is spotted at the 40. Good job by him. He's been running hard all night. Picks up a first down. Good running there. As Zimmerman brings him down, but not before Harrison first down. Ball spotted at the 41. First down and 10. 11.40 here in the fourth quarter. Tigers eyeing up that shutout. They've come several times so close. We see if they can get it actually tonight. That would be tremendous for this defense, Harry Gicking, going into what's going to be a very tough contest at home against Strathaven on senior night next week, the 28th. Yes, it will be. There are several seniors on this squad who are graduating, most notably the two captains, Carmen Christiana and big man Luke Lazowicki. Rosenfeld. Rose who is left, and it is too tall for his intended target along the sideline. And intended for Stewart along the sidelines. Howard did do a good job on pass protection. Doing a lot of slide protection. The left or the right, having the quarterback roll out those ways, giving more time there. There's some balls that have sat a little high. It's a lot harder to throw on the run, obviously, than standing in the pocket. Second down and ten after the incomplete pass. Trip formation to the far side for Stewart. Excuse me, that's going to be Rosenfeld, and they keep rotating quarterbacks. Rosenfeld rolls to his left. He's going to keep himself and come back to the near side. He's running about 20 yards in the opposite directions. He's going to be near the line of scrimmage. Probably gets to the 43 tackle by number 23 in Tobin. Good job to reverse direction here. Try to find... Some room, but it's going to bring up third down. Good defense, edge defense there by this Tiger second team. Again, a lot of young guys getting in, getting that Friday night light experience, which is so valuable. Rosenfeld was in the backfield. He was at the 43, and he propelled himself down to the 38. Third down and seven for the Rams. So we keep here by Pridget, and he's got the first down and more. Down continues in the Marple Newtown territory. There's an injured Ram down on the field. We are going to step aside now. Marple Newtown leads 36 to nothing with a shade under nine minutes. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. Come explore the possibilities at Anthony's at Paxson. Whether planning a wedding or grabbing a bite to eat, Anthony's at Paxson has you covered. Located at Paxson Hollow Country Club in Broomall, Anthony's at Paxson offers a great menu in a family-friendly environment with beautiful views of Paxson Hollow Country Club from their patio deck. For reservations, call Anthony's at Paxson today at 610-353-0220, extension 3, or visit www.anthonysatpaxson.com. The Marble Newtown Football Alumni Association 
is a nonprofit organization that provides support and assistance to the Marple Newtown High School football program. This is accomplished by raising and directly providing funds to the high school football program. In addition, the Alumni Association is to provide an organization through which its members can preserve the legacy of Marble Newtown football and coordinate their efforts to keep connected the people who embodied the spirit of Tiger football. If you're interested in getting involved, please visit MarpleNewtownFootball.com and Click on the Alumni tab. Let's continue to build this great legacy of Marple Newtown football. Go Tigers! Injured player walks off on his own power. First down 10 from the 25. And to credit everybody, we have Josh Starr in the booth. It's very hard. We thank him for coming down to Rosemont to help out the broadcast crew. Our man down in South Carolina, always Greg Pecco, helping us out with the standings. Marple Newtown looks like they're going to be number three. Stewart's going to throw it over the middle. It's Pridgen. He's got some running room in the screen pass, and he is blown up. What a tackle by the Tigers. 64 ran down the field to lay the boom. Steve Mariani. Great play right there. But a first down, nonetheless, for Harrington. They're trying to score here. Haven't scored in a couple weeks, so this is big for them, especially on senior night. We'll see if Marple Newtown's defense can hold. Screen pass goes down to the 13. First down and 10. Eight minutes to go. Stewart looks to his right, goes back to his left, and is complete. And he is going to be close to the end zone, and he is in the end zone. Harrington gets on the board. It's a large round of applause down at Harridan's crowd. Nice for them on senior night to score. 36-6 pending the extra point for Harriton. Unable to see who got the touchdown, though. But it was out of the Stewart throw back to his left. Number 21 was able to grab it. Thank you, Josh. And that is Shamad Spruel. It appears they're going to go for two, Steve. Yep, they're lining up for two points. So you said the clock the clock will no longer be running because it's no longer 35. Rosenfeld. It's going to go to print it, and he is in. Harrington gets a two-point conversion. Marple Newtown now leads 38 uh, th- excuse me, 36 to 8 with 8.06 remaining here in the fourth quarter. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. The Philly Pretzel Factory is home of the real Philadelphia pretzel. Whether it's for a sporting event, a party, or a quick snack, you can be sure that the Philly Pretzel Factory will deliver an authentic, high-quality, and great-tasting pretzel at a great value. Stop in today at any of their locations, including Broomall, Springfield, Balsam, and Broomall, or visit their website, phillypretzelfactory.com, for a complete listing of locations. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. Welcome back. Touchdown by the Rams, and a two-point conversion makes it 36-8. to We got chili out. A little missed, too, Steve. Yeah, the, 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 the weather pattern has been an odd one coming up from the, 
the south traveling north, uh, not really west to east. Bridget in the kick this one away. It's a little onside squib kick. Marple Newtown recovers, is down at the 45. Uh, is a squib kick or an onside kick? A little bit of both, but Zimmerman does a good job of scooping that one up, playing shortstop. And you really have to question the call there because, you know, an onside kick, you're either going to do it or you're not. There's no in-between, which is what they executed, um, but it's, it's, it's poor decision-making. Mathis goes out, first down and 10 on the 45-yard line. I say give your your defense a chance here, and uh, you don't you don't give them much of a chance if you're starting out at the 45. Three wide receivers for Mathis. He's almost at that century mark. Man goes in motion. It's gonna be a handoff to Jealous up the gut, and he is blown up. About eight Harrington Rams are waiting for that one. Got that two men in the backfield with Alden Mathis. They put Jack Racine in motion, hand off the gels, but nothing doing. Harrod in defense. Comes up big there. Been playing a very good second half. The loss of three. Eric, our guy down the sidelines. We're with you tonight, but great atmosphere. Marple Newtown's on top. Yeah, it is. It's just nice to see some of these young guys get the experience. You know, like Autumn Mathis is having a really good game. Mm-hmm. And uh, just seeing Jealous. And you seeing Jack Fallis on defense tonight. You know, just seeing some different things. It's good to see these young guys get some experience. You never know when we're going to need them. Absolutely. It's going to be a swing pass caught by Jalice on the outside. He makes one man miss. He cuts it back into the inside and then rumbles his way out. Number 64 of the Rams was in on the play. That is Raymond Fulbright. Called his name a couple times tonight, but it was a good job by Jalice to make a man miss. Gained six on the play, setting up third down and eight. Do a good job of containing Jealous, the sophomore. Jealous trying to, as you said, cut in and then back out. Picks up a few yards. Third down and eight for this Marple Newtown offense. Six minutes to go here in the fourth quarter. Marple Newtown on their way to eight and one, Steve. A feat. Coach Kicking has really turned around this program. Yeah, that was shot to win a Century title since 1977. It's truly remarkable. Mathis deep down the field intended for number 18 who was unable to get open on the play in Kevin Marone. Had one-on-one on the outside. We'll see a coach kicking elects the punt. Very exciting stuff coming up next week. We'll have two crews covering the game next week. The HavenFootball.net folks will be there covering the game for Strathaven. We'll be doing the game obviously for Marple Newtown. And then you know, our both crews, I bring up Strathaven, we'll work together in the playoffs to give our listeners and listeners of Delaware County High School football some great playoff action, Dave. Couldn't agree more. As Mathis is now in the punt this one away. Returning for the Harriton Rams is number one. A spiral punt. Good job by Mathis. It's going to take a Marple Newtown bounce at the 10-yard line. Right, Rooney's able to get out of two tacklers but number 80 of the Tigers I believe that was Ferry what a good open field tackle nice punt there you said a spiral punt looked like filming punt out there so let's have a backup punter with Mathis Marple Town pins Harrison's offense 
First down and 10 from their own 32. We see a couple dance moves along the sideline, Steve. <laughs> I'm going to comment on them. Coach Chicken tells them to stop. Stewart screen pass is caught by Pridget, and he's got some running room. He's trying to go, and then Jealous is able to throw him down around the 30. Harrington done a good job executing that screen tonight. Got four minutes to go in this ball game. Marple Newtown on their way to eight and one. We'll have to look back in the books. Jim Osman, uh, not sure the last time Marple Newtown was eight and one. Yeah, it's hard to tell. We can take a look at the last at least twenty years, Steve. But hopefully, in a couple of years, about five years on the road, we're not talking about Marple Newtown having a look in the books. We can just look back to the past few years. Coach Chicken continues this success. It's caught by Thomas. He's going down the sidelines. Last man to beat is Keffer, and Harridan is going to be out at the one-yard line, but there's a flag all the way back at the line of scrimmage. Yeah, that, that flag is at the Harriton 36. We'll see where the, where the referee looks like he's going to adjust it. That was a big boy running that ball. That was Thomas, their tight end. Well, Thomas, Harrington always produces some big tight ends, but unfortunately it looks like that ball is going to be coming back. 65 yards on the pass and catch, but we'll see what these uh, referees are going to mark it at. Pierce are going to negate it. Everybody's walking back, and it's going to be a face mask against Marple Newtown. Face mask against Marple Newtown, blocking the back against Harrington. They offset both penalties. They're going to redo the down, correct? No, it's going to be first and ten from. So they're backing him up. First and ten from the 34. Yeah, you're right. So it's first down and ten from the 34. Two penalties, 3.30 to go here in the fourth quarter. Marple Newtown on top, 36-8. to eight. Harrington has the only points of the second half. Marble Newtown did all their damage in the first half as Coach Gicking is rallying the troops. Three wide receivers for Stewart. Looks to his right, goes back to his left. And it's caught by Wright Rooney, who has some running room. Good job by the Tigers to run him out of bounds, though. Number 50 of the Tigers is able to push him out, Steve, and Blake Turner. Harrington runs their own version of the double screen there. Good execution. Close to a ram first down. Rain is coming down a little bit harder, but not too bad. It's not going to be fun packing up, but uh, that's why we have Steve here. <laughs> Can't leave early this week. Seven-yard reception, second down and three from the 41. <laughs> Stewart now rolls to his right. He's looking for his tight end. He holds it, holds it, holds it. Nearly broken up. Good job by number 26 of the Tigers as the entire sidelines goes wild for Cameron Leone.
They're going crazy along the sideline. I guess they know something that I don't, Jim. Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, I understand that Garnet Valley just held Springfield turnover on down to three minutes to go, but that game's not over yet. Third down and three for the Rams. A minute 30 here. He's going to keep it by Pritchett. He's going to go off tackle, and he's got the first down and more. He makes one man miss, the second man miss, and he is down in the Marple Newtown territory from the 40. As they now stop the clock. This rain is coming down hard. Timeout. Timeout Harriton now. Timeout. going to step aside now. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. For 30 years, Gillen & Associates, located in Media, Pennsylvania, has provided clients in Delaware County and the Philadelphia area with a wide range of legal services. So if you are in need of legal assistance, Dave DePasqua at Gillen & Associates is at your service. Dave is a Newtown Square resident and can serve your legal needs with concentrations in estate administration, estate planning, and civil litigation. To schedule a free consultation, call 610-565-2211. That's 610-565-2211. Welcome back. Marble Newtown on top, 36-8. It is really raining now here at Herodin High School. A minute 28 remaining. Stewart looking to his right, looking to his right. He's going to connect on another screen pass. Number 25, Bridget, is tackled. Good job by the Tigers. Number 43, 62, and 80 all in the play. You can see this Marlboro Newtown team coming together for these JV guys. They know a minute to go. They're going to go 8-1 and one with a big matchup next week against Strathaven. Just in time because the rain is probably going to electrocute us. <laughs> God Second forbid. down and five. Pridget caught another one. He's still on his feet. A couple Tigers take him down. 47 seconds remaining. They burn another timeout. We're going to keep it here, though. It's pouring in Springfield. It's third and five. Garnet Valley at the 22. Amazing. Someone must think it's the Super Bowl. I understand you want to get your team points, but this one's been a running clock since halftime. Well, it always amazes me, Dave, when teams like this play with a sense of urgency in the fourth quarter. Um, so, you know, but but here we are. And uh, like I said to our listeners, you know, you'll we'll have double coverage next week. When the playoffs start, both Marble Newtown, Tigers Radio Network, and HavenFootball.net will be providing you with extensive, extensive coverage. We're partnering with that radio group to provide you extensive extensive coverage of the playoffs in Delaware County. Uh, starting out with the first week, obviously, we will cover Marple Newtown. Strathaven may very well be covering the Panthers. So um, it will be very interesting to see how it all turns out. Dave? First down and 10 from the 25. 47 seconds remaining. Hopefully we don't get electrocuted from the rain. Marple Newtown. Antsy on the sidelines, they want to win. Steve's Antsy on the sidelines next to me. Stewart, shotgun. Two wide receivers. Two. A high snap, high snap. Stewart's trying to get it. He does. He's going to make one Tiger miss. He's going to take it himself and be knocked out of bounds. Clock's going to continue the run. Let's we'll see if they burn their last. 
30 seconds, 29, 28, they run to the line. Three wide receivers for Stewart. He's going to look to his right, come back to his left. It's another screen pass to Pridget. And be tackled down. Good job by the Tigers. Ten seconds. They do have a first down. The clock stops because of the first down. And they're going to burn another timeout. Eric, I, I understand they're down. They want to score. But, I mean, come on. Thirteen seconds. Nah, we don't. Sorry, Eric. <laughs> I guess the rain's playing the impact on it. Let's let's get that mic under uh, under the hood. <laughs> Goes to Eric, you're done for the night. <laughs> the hand off the executive producer, Jim Olsman. That's coming out of your paycheck. <laughs> we gotta get you a poncho or an umbrella down there. <laughs> no jacket, Eric. He's wrapping uh, just the Marple Newtown polo along the sidelines. 13 seconds remaining. It is pouring here. There we go. First down and 10 from the 14. Snap. Stewart's going for the end zone, and he's got it. He's able to beat Joey Keffer in the end zone for Herodin's second score of the night. Their crowd goes wild. Nice to see you on senior night. Marble Newtown can't be too happy giving up a couple fourth quarter touchdowns here. So 36 to 14. Harrington will line up for two to try to make this a 20 point game. But at the end of the day, Marple Newtown with six seconds to go will go into the locker room with another win. So Marble Newtown's going to improve to 8 and 1. They have 6 seconds remaining. Score is now 36 to 14. They're going to go for 2. Stewart shotgun formation. Three wide receivers. Steve's making the entire place move. High snap, high snap. Marple Newtown's going to be able to bottle him up. Well, he escapes out one Tiger, and he's going to be close down around the end zone, which he's going to take the pile with him. He did not get it. He did not get it. Marple Newtown now has a 36-14 lead. Six seconds remaining. We're going to keep it here. Steve, they're going to be going in the half. Uh, excuse me. They're going to go home next week. They're playing Strathaven. Strathaven's fighting for a playoff spot. It's also senior night. Yeah, big, big game. Could be for a Central League title. And it's going to be senior night sending out these seniors at home. Well, technically Marple has probably two guaranteed home playoff games. So, But it's still that senior night. Exactly. You know, you walk out into the field, you have your parents and your guardians, and they come out with everybody, expect a big crowd. Should be a good game. And as Jim has been saying for most of the night, both crews are going to be broadcasting. The Haven crew and our crew are going to be playing that game. Yeah, and we ask our listeners just to uh, check the website. We'll have an official press release that will detail our coverage in the month of November. 
Number 25 in the boot this one away. It's another little squib kick. Marple Newtown just jumps on top of it. As a couple of Herod and Rams decided to do extra activities. Two seconds remaining. Marble Newtown just has to take a knee, and that will do it. Number 59 of the Tigers was able to jump on top of it. That is going to be Jim Openshaw, a sophomore, getting some action there. Herod in high school. Any updates, Steve? No updates right now. Last update was 2.05 left. Springfield ball at their own 27-yard line. And they're going to call it here. Marple Newtown goes on to win. 36-14. Headed home to Crozier Keystone Stadium next week to take on Strathaven. Last word, Steve? Hey, it was just a, a great effort all around. Great first half. Love to see the JV get in there and get some reps. We talked about it's their seventh game this year, getting a lot of reps. So, Marble Newtown has been dominant on both sides of the ball. Most importantly, uh, they go to 8-1, and one, await Strathaven for next week. But uh, that goes off to Justin Miller and this Harrington uh, team on senior night. I mean, not easy going through a season like they are, but they fought hard. They did not give up, and uh, it's a great place to always broadcast. We appreciate their uh, hospitality. And, uh, you know, let's go ready for uh, the Panthers next week. Jim, last words? Yeah, just keep checking the website. We'll, we'll give you official communication and additional information as we get into the playoffs. And we'll talk more next week. I think there's going to be some opportunities, Dave, next week for uh, us to be on each of the uh, different platforms broadcasting there to give you more playoff information. So take it away. Overall team win. Mathis throws two. Paletti throws two. The defense does their job. So the special teams. Next week, the Marble Newtown Tigers will host the Panthers, those Strathaven High School, on Friday, October 28th at 7 p.m. inside Crozier Keystone Stadium on the campus of Marple Newtown High School in Newtown Square, Pennsylvania. Live coverage of that game will be provided by the Tigers Radio Network, heard exclusively on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. At 6.30 p.m., you can read more about this game, get coverage throughout the entire 2016 season, and listen to an archive of this or any of our broadcasts on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Follow us on Twitter at MNTigers and at MNAthletics and on Instagram at MNTigers. Color commentator Steve Reynolds, sideline reporter Eric DePentina, engineer and analyst Jim Alsman, co-executive producer Greg Pecco, head football coach, Dean Students, and athletic director Chris Gicking, athletic director Harrington High School, Tom Ferguson, spotter in the booth, Josh Starr, statistician Jim Alsman, Legal services provided by Philip Press, Esquire of Norristown, Pennsylvania. Executive producer Jim Olsman. And providing updates constantly all tonight, Charlie DePasqua. I'm Dave DePasqua for the entire broadcast crew. Thank you for listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Thank you for listening to the Tigers Radio Network. Heard exclusively on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. This presentation of the Tigers Radio Network has been brought to you by the Philly Pretzel Factory. Advanced Chiropractic Center, Anthony's at Paxson, DZO Mechanical, the Marble Newtown Football Alumni Association, Gillen and Associates Law Firm, Barnaby's of Havertown, Home and Business Adjustment Company, Rinmar Glass, and Zenith Public Adjusters. Be sure to follow us online at MarbleNewtownFootball.com and on Twitter and Instagram at MNTigers. 
The Tigers Radio Network broadcasts, both live and archived, are the exclusive property of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated and are produced for the private use of our listening audience. No rebroadcast in full or in part is permitted without the express written consent of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated. The Marble Newtown Football Boosters Club and the Tigers Radio Network appreciate your listenership. Go Tigers!